So today we're going to be talking about the Venture Brothers. Is this season eight? Seven. Whoa, seven. I'm getting ahead. Man, this was such a good season. Yeah, of course. I mean, I wasn't surprised that it was a good season, but how good it was. Yeah. I mean, they're always, always funny, at least. I mean, there's some weird ones. There was a there was a couple seasons where I was like, what is going on? But I still enjoyed it. But this season was cohesive, felt really like it kind of had that old vibe of when it first started. Like, well, but, I yeah. mean, it wasn't like, I mean, it wasn't cheesy or anything, but I really enjoyed this season a lot. Me too. Yeah. Me too. There were certain things. I don't think it felt like any of the old seasons to me. It still felt like a continuation of last season where they're making this life for themselves in New York. Mm-hmm. But it's still, yeah, continuing that story. There's a lot of callbacks. Maybe that's to, why I feel like that. Yeah, to the older seasons. So maybe uh, that's part of it. There's uh, even a callback to, I mean, the main callback to season one. Right. One of the first episodes. I think that's why I liked it. Yeah. Because they never, I mean, they've been notorious for not like referencing each other sometimes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They're just like independent stories and that's fine, you know. But um, yeah, this season was like, it was great. Yeah. I mean, they did a great job on a lot of the gags. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. And the reference, a lot of the references were just excellent in this season. Well, that's what they're known for. They're always good with references and they throwbacks. They are, man. They, they so are. Doc yeah. Hammer, Jason Q. Public. Is that what he goes by? Jackson Public. Oh, is it Jackson? Mm-hmm. Jack, sorry. But Jackson Q. Public. You guys are geniuses. Yeah. And they even had um, new directors this year. Oh, they did. And it still fits in the tone, which I'm glad for. I didn't even notice until I just read it. Oh, I had, no, I had no idea. Yeah, but um, should we go through a little bit episode by episode? Yeah, let's do it. Let's uh, yeah, let's start. Where did it start off at? Let's see. So the first episode was the Venture Brothers and the Curse of the Haunted Problem. <laughs> but yeah, basically the Monarch. If you folks have been watching at least since season six, the Monarch has taken up the role of Blue Morpho, which is kind of an anti-hero. He was an old um, associate of Jonas Venture, the original Venture team. He was part of Venture Team, kind of, but he was also like a rogue agent that could much, go around and kill for Jonas. Very much like uh, Deadpool, really. I mean, like Deadpool to yeah. the X-Men kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a little bit more of a mercenary to him. But the Monarch has taken over this this mantle, and uh, we find out very soon that he's in way over his head because he's about to get murdered <laughs> Yeah. by White Whale, uh... this big whale-like guy that... Um, He's kind of cool, and they finally touched on something within the first episode that he indeed is the brother of uh, Dr. Dugong. Which is hilarious. From season three. Which is hilarious. Which, I mean, it doesn't sound like a long time, season three to season seven, but it's been like 12 years. Yeah, it's been a while. Something crazy like that. Uh, But yeah, he has a personal stake to kill the monarch, because he knows the monarch is Blue Morpho. And Hank is also, according to Serena, White Whale's, daughter like in secret in secret but he knows now and he's he cannot be seen there anymore he cannot be seen with serena anymore and so he takes on this like alter ego oh gosh what's the name i always just remember i can't remember everything is so hank (laughs) he's got like a mustache enrico montasa that's That's what what it is is. enrico yes enrico montasa he he always has a a scarf which is called a hank it's called and a a little (laughs) mustache and like the little pimp hat kind of why well knows but he's like going along with it he's going along with it and he thinks it's hilarious yeah 
<laughs> he thinks it's awesome, and he basically just wants to get Hank to kill the Monarch Corum. Right. Uh, but what's happening at Venture Towers, I think, is really cool. That that's the that's throwback a really good one. throwback. Yeah, I mean, there was a, the problem light, what gargantuan, gargantuan one, one. Mm-hmm. and what's so funny about it is all this time it was actually a what would you call it a life support system or yeah, life support system. And this is spoilers for anybody Spoiler who doesn't alert. watch. Yeah. It might sound super confusing if you don't watch or haven't kept up, but yeah. if you are an avid fan of the Venture Brothers, you know how serialized it is. Don't listen to this first because we're going to give away a kind of a major thing yeah, for the this entire is, series. This one's huge. So go ahead. Sorry. It's uh, the original uh, Dr. Venture. Jonas Venture. Jonas Venture. His head <laughs> and his <laughs> nervous system. It's disgusting. <laughs> it is pretty bad. <laughs> and he like sucks up and like eats the the body fluids of like rats and pigeons it's, and stuff and cockroaches. Yeah, it's just, that's it's what it was. So gross. Yeah, and everyone else is grossed out about. It. But at first, there's some weird like poltergeist type activity at the uh, venture compound, mm-hmm. and they call in the Order of the Triad. And the and uh, which Dr., we haven't seen uh, for like which, four years. Yeah, yeah, and it was great to see Doctor Orpheus. Yeah, uh, show up and and uh, Blackula and what's the monk's name? The Alchemist. Alchemist, Come thank on. you. I'm sorry. It's Master Shake. It is Master Shake. <laughs> oh my gosh. But they, uh, they they try to figure out who it is or what it is, and they very quickly figure out it's the box, the the problem box. But they're like scared out of their minds. Yeah, they're completely like they don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pete White and Billy Quizboy, they're basically trying to figure out what's causing this, and they don't know that it's kind of a haunting and a it like Computer hacks bug. in the system, yeah. yeah. It like hacks itself into the system, and yeah, yeah, it's pretty weird. Yeah, so it's uh, this weird meld of like man and machine. It's like a haunting, but it's also a computer hack. And Pete White, he's—I don't think he's in any of the rest of the episodes. He kind of goes crazy <laughs> from it. <laughs> he does, but it's, it's good. They're they're giving these characters more to do. Pete White and Billy Quizboy, like they've really grown into their own instead of just being like these one-off characters that are kind of silly looking or they have like funny quips they have they i mean dr venture the new dr venture gave them jobs at the compound and now they're like really growing into it yeah i really like their characters and i like the development where they've gone and how they're part of the team venture now Mm -hmm. i mean that's really cool even though it's so watered down with billy quiz boy and dr venture doing the little v right right it's still fun though yeah like yeah. i like it um it's good replacement since his boys have kind of almost flew the coop i mean dean at least. i mean hank no dean has. no dean yeah. yeah so that's kind of funny <clears throat> he's pushing hank to get a job and hank just starts selling random crap and doing a bed and breakfast and all this other stuff right hank is definitely like the weird kid he's so he, that weird. does that does whatever he can get away uh, with i love him though he's my favorite yeah but um, did you catch in that, I think it's this episode, when they uh, finally get Dr. Venture revived and talking? Is that this episode? That was the next episode. Oh, but, my yeah. bad, my bad. But, it, well, it's okay, because yeah. the, the first two episodes kind of... They kind of run together, together. yeah. Yeah. It's, it's did, like an extended like season premiere, more or less. But did you catch how, um, when he first sees the monarch, mm-hmm. who he accuses him of being, or what he says? Okay, Does I, he call I, him Malcolm? He does. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's so funny because I don't know if it was a repeat that I saw it 
because I watched that episode twice, I think, mm-hmm. by mistake. I no- I caught that part, and then I realized, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's good. Re- it's kind of they were kind of dropping hints, and I didn't even notice. I think it was a. Didn't they have a flashback where somebody called him Malcolm? Well, no, it, called the monarch Malcolm or something. Well, maybe, but in the future, it, it happens again. In a future episode, it happens again where people oh, travel yeah. ahead of time and they they mistake him. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kept happening. Yeah, which is cool. But we'll get into that part. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but uh, season t- or episode two, what else happened? Well, so White Whale knows that the monarch is Blue Morpho, but Blue Morpho has been getting flack, and the monarch has been doing this, of course, as um. The Blue Morpho has been killing supervillains. Mm-hmm. So he gets saved like at the last second because the original Blue Morpho uh, shows up at the Venture Compound. <laughs> yeah. And this is, and I called it like years ago, and they had theories about this, and it was almost confirmed, but they finally confirmed it, that uh, the old robot, that was just also part of the old Council of Thirteen, Vendetta, oh. um, was Blue Morpho. The original oh, Blue Morpho okay. um, brought back to life in a Frankenstein robot by Jonas Venture and uh, had him do his bidding until he went crazy and tried to choke Rusty, the current <laughs> Dr. Venture, <laughs> which this is all like random little things that they threw out in the past seasons. Uh, like It's like a soap opera. Like uh, Rusty says, like, no, the metal man from my dreams. That's right. He's it's true. He's real. Like that actually happened. <laughs> it to did him. happen to. Ah, it makes so much more sense. But Vendetta like finally understands little by little who he is, and he gets the old uh, blue morpho cloak, and he goes to the venture compound to kind of calm down Jonas Venture. In this, <clears throat> it's actually called Problem. Oh yeah, Problem. In this Problem <clears throat> probe, and they kind of just because he's going haywire, uh, and they kind of just. <laughs> both fly off and die in a crash <laughs> so weird yeah. oh my gosh but yeah it's it's weird so the monarch is kind of off the hook um except for the killing of dr dugong white whale's brother which yeah back in season three and then dr dugong just pops back up yeah out of nowhere he explains it and i think it's kind of funny yeah I mean, it's just funny how it how it kind of smooths things over yeah just like that right and well, how was it he did he regenerate yeah he's, he's a starfish right or something he, i can't remember he's been taking all this like stuff from yeah fish and starfish, I think it was starfish yeah and he's like i can regenerate you buddy and i told you that <laughs> <laughs> you never listen yeah you'll never listen <laughs> It's, it's such like I know that's like a comic booky thing to do to like revive a you know a dead character, but it, it, it fits in this universe, obviously. I, th- I think so. Yeah. I think it's kind of funny because it, they never brought back twenty four. Yeah, you know what I mean. And there was a while there they made him a ghost, yeah. where he was a ghost and he was haunt. And now you haven't heard or seen yeah. twenty four in a while. It'd be nice to have a revise. Not, well, I, I kind of I'm kind of glad that he's dead, but be, I, I miss him. I do miss him. It'd be fun to have an episode where. Um, He's like, I've come back. I need you to finish something for me or, you know, whatever. You know, I need you to tell my mom to dump that guy or whatever. <laughs> you know, <laughs> something stupid. <laughs> you know, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you know? Oh, well. I'm number two now. <laughs> you know. Now, do you like Dr. Z? Dr. Z? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You don't? I don't know. I, I, I really like him, and I'm glad that they gave him more to do this season. He's, you know... Part of the new Council of Thirteen. He was part of the old Council too, but 
He's kind of funny. He, I mean, he's funny, and he's always like a, the the wise old guy that knows what's actually going on. He says some hilarious lines. Yeah, he does. But I just love that he can't stand uh, blunders. <laughs> this is your last blunder. That's <laughs> true. That is good. That's a good line. <laughs> but he, but he's like. I think he actually is a caricature of one of the old villains from Johnny Quest. He feels like it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love that he idea. goes and sees Johnny mm-hmm. in the in the was it a nursing home or a mental institute? Mental institute, yeah. which is so sad. Like he still likes him. He's it's... and he still wants to to be the villain to Johnny. When he keeps telling him, "I'm gonna get you," <laughs> just to make Johnny smile. <laughs> it's so <laughs> weird. What episode was that? I don't remember. Uh, that was one of the later ones. Is it one of the later ones? Yeah. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Didn't they kidnap the Mark? Wasn't Hank going to kill him? And then that's when... Um, that's when that all that's happened. That's when that all happened. Dr. Yeah, I forgot that part. Blue Morpho. Yeah. But the, the Monarch doesn't have any life savings anymore. Oh, that's right. So he's he's out of money. And it's so funny that he moved into the Blue Morpho's house. The original And, and they Morpho. just happened to find the Batcave equivalent. Just by right. accident. Right. So classic. Yeah. But um, he has to go back to henching as the monarch. Right. Uh, basically as a job. Like, That's you know, right. Rob Banks and stuff like that. And he has to hench that one science teacher. What's his name? I can't remember. Oh, gosh. It's but, yeah. so funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and I can't remember. He's afflicted or something. I can't remember what it is. It's kind of like, um, what was that guy from D.C.? Is it just the atom? I think so. Where he's like nuclear powered or something? I think so. Yeah. It, it was kind of like that. that. Yeah. yeah. But it, he was metal because his monitor tried to kick him in the nuts. Remember? Right. And he couldn't. <laughs> well, then he just like loses it. Yeah. And they're like completely freaked out. Yeah. But the, <laughs> the monarch has to deal with this, this lowering of his rank as a supervillain. Right. Uh, so he can't arch Dr. Venture yet kind of thing. He has to work his way up or he has really to cool. high, heighten his profile. Right, but it's, it's always fun. It's always it's always fun to see him. He's I think he's my favorite character. He is his voice is definitely the best. Yeah, him and Doctor Girlfriend, I I love their banter. Yes, you know you're just so selfish. You know her voice is so deep. It's hilarious, but I'm used to it now. Where yeah, I know I, it's I'm her voice it now. At yeah. first, it was like super funny. Yeah, now and it's then, like it's just Doctor Girlfriend. Yeah, you don't see it as a guy, you know, you see it as a girl. It's so fun. Uh, but it, that that scene where it's Hank's girlfriend and Dean are in the same class together with this professor. With this professor. Yeah. Yeah, and then they're starting to fall in love. A little bit jacked up. Yeah, but yeah, like Dean is off to college. He has his own little dorm room and everything. Like, he's growing up. Once and, again, a small character that they're really having him expand into, like, a whole another, well, whole another set of situations. And he's trying to find his own way. He doesn't want to be a super scientist. That's good. He wants to be a scientist, yeah. I think. <laughs> Maybe just a regular scientist. Right. So that was uh, episode three and four, basically, kind of going into that, the monarch stuff and uh, Dean. And I think it's kind of funny because Samson, Brock Samson... Is like so bored. Like he wants, yeah. he wants to help with any of this, but and he, he can't, can't really. Yeah, and he's dying for some sort of entertainment. Now we did forget one thing. Hmm. Remember what um, happened in? I think it was episode three or four to make the monarch go away. That Adam character, the science teacher, wrote him a check for what a million dollars. 
No, no, Dean did. Dean wrote him a check for a million. Yeah. That's what it was. I forgot. I forgot. It's like, how much does it take to leave me alone? And go away. So he writes him a check for a million dollars. And he goes away. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. But uh, it's seen as a successful hench because, you know. He, he got, got some, some money. money out of it. And yeah. it's like the most return they've ever seen. So mm-hmm. it actually helps him uh, elevate within the uh, the guild. He goes up the rank. Yeah. yeah. So cool. So the next episode, do you remember? Uh, Dean has another part in that. He goes back to Ben's cabin. Oh, yeah. They go back to their own compound. But then he goes to that cabin and he runs into the original. Well, I forget the name, but it's the, the original robot. It wasn't Helper. Well, no, the helper was like the. Oh, it was the name the of the model. Helper was the original. Oh. Um, but then, yeah, they manufactured it for like regular home use. For and this one was like people. banned or something. Yeah, yeah, it was banned because it started just like randomly like <laughs> doing <Not> stuff, <laughs> and almost killing people. Uh-huh. But it's basically helper model two. It's like helper's brother. And he tells him some crazy stuff. Which. Whenever they go to Ben's cabin, or whenever Dean goes to Ben's cabin, he always finds out something like messed right, up. Right, right. But he finds out that um, the first time he finds out that uh, he's a clone, mm-hmm. and there's like 19 other versions of him out there, or that were out there. And then this time, he mistakens um, uh, Helper Two mistakens him for Rusty. Rusty, yeah, that's right. And he ends up telling him that he's a clone, mm-hmm. which is so messed up. Yeah, and uh, if. You guys are fans of Flight of the Concords. You will recognize the voice. Oh, it's so funny. Reese Darby, the New Zealander Reese Darby. Really good guy. He's really funny. And he, he does like funny. all this random stuff. He's in, he does, he's one of the voices for Voltron. It's crazy. Um, He does like he's in a couple episodes of Modern Family. But he's good. He's always good. And I can totally see him as a robot. So that works. It worked. Yeah, he's he does. The robot's so perfect mm-hmm. in this one. Like I was kind of sad that he just stayed at the com- at the at the cabin and didn't leave. It would have been fun to have two robots. Eh, it's his place, though. Right, I know. you never know. They might do that. Um, another little thing that they started was this little romance between the guild operative and the OSI operative. That was so weird. And then and then guess who shows up again? Dean's a uh, half brother, we think. Uh, oh no, it's confirmed. It is confirmed as yeah. his half brother. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dermot. Dermot. Gosh, Dermot. And he's like this overzealous OSI agent. It's so funny. So they're spying on this love affair. Hank and Dermot, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. And, it's so over the top. And this OSI agent, she starts saying, what is that pee-pee on your belt? What is that pee-pee on your belt? <laughs> it's so funny. And they're like, well, you know what happens sometimes when you're in the bathroom <laughs> and you're pulling up and there's a little bit left. It was like, really, it it's... goes into like <laughs> such a silly situation. And really, it's an actual letter P in the letter P, right? Yes, letter P <laughs> and P for Peril Partnership, uh, which this guild operative is a double agent for. for... Peril Partnership is basically like Canada's version of the guild. There you go. Okay, that's so funny. That's the way that I see it. <laughs> uh, I, I thought that was one of the funniest things, and I was like, oh, that makes sense, Peril Partnership, which is another callback to like season four or five, I think. I think so, yeah. Because they had the the shark guy that Brock oh, uh, slept right. with his that's wife, right. oh, and then man. he slammed him on the table. <laughs> so bad. I'll kill you. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, they they show Dermot, which Dermot's not one of my. He's probably one of my least favorite characters. But once again, they have him doing something else. He's growing up. He actually has a 
a job yeah and... it was good to see him yeah you know? and he's kind of grown up a little bit kind of showing how hank hasn't grown up mm-hmm. you know kind of still kind of that kid doesn't know what to do with a girlfriend and he's got yeah it's kind of interesting yeah so the next episode the big brother one do you remember do you know what i'm talking about the big brother monarch has to enroll to jump up his rank again he has to enroll in the guild's version of Big Brother. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has to. <laughs> is it the one with the where he with, he goes to that um, ship? And what's his name? Augustus Saint Cloud. Augustus Saint Cloud, dude. That guy sounds just like Doctor Evil. Well, no, I wouldn't. You don't say think that. so? I think he does. Money. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> no, because like Doctor Evil is like a little bit more high pitched, like oh, almost yeah. monarch. If it was like the Monarch and the St. Cloud together, it would be Dr. Evil, I think. I think so. Oh, okay. I think so. He reminds me of him. But he he's from earlier episodes, too. He was, at the, he was in the Yard Sale episode. In season one. Yeah. Season one. But Sarah, they... Sarah Michelle Gellar. Mm, Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> but like, once again, that was like a little character and they made him the arch nemesis of Billy Quizboy. And it's really just because they don't like each other. Yeah. And he has a lot of money. So he can do all this. Well, it was so funny. I mean, like the way things went wrong and uh, it, a bunch of smoke and this grandioso uh, entrances and, mm-hmm. and and he would be like in the wrong place. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It was yeah. actually a really good episode. And it's like they're trying to make him look cool and like get him like a lightning gun and all this other stuff. And they knock and each other out. Yeah, he yeah. can't pull it off. They're both like knocked out like... <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody won yeah billy yeah. quiz boy is pathetic because uh dr venture tries to help him like get ready for this big like meetup it's like you're gonna be henched or you're gonna be um villainized or whatever and right billy quiz boy <clears throat> doesn't really have like like he had a suit but it's not protective no it's put... like it's like oh, long underwear they put him in this like ridiculous yeah, they have to put him in some kind of containment suit just in case. Like, they go get him fitted, and they get him in this ridiculous suit. I forget what it was. He looks like... It's an old robot suit, so he looks like a, a Tic Tac container with arms and legs. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought of. Yeah, I, mean, I thought it was, like, Humpty Dumpty. But, yeah. Almost. It, it looked like a, it looked like a bad... It looked like that clock creature from uh, the Oz. Remember that? Or the Wiz. I never saw the Wiz. Oh, I don't want to yeah. see the Wiz. Why would I? I don't know. I wouldn't. I was just thinking because it was from. <laughs> and then, uh, what did what did uh, Whitey have? Oh, it was man. something great. I mean, because he, he was like all powerful. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, he I, had a I suit thought too. Billy's was the funniest. His was the funniest, but but they gave him, they gave him something ridiculous. I can't remember what it was. My memory's bad. <clears throat> but that was a good episode. I enjoyed it. It was funny. That was good. And you see, Curl and Gentleman and. Uh, or not Colonel Gelman, uh Billy's mom, because um, Augustus St. Cloud tries to hench Billy by oh, getting to his mom, yeah, and she beats the crap out of him. She does. That is funny. And then her, her, his uh, dad, his dad is there too. His grandpa? No, no, no. It's um, who the is action it? man? The action man. That's who it is. Someone's here. Who's here? Well, that's Colonel Gentleman, the one who oh, sounds yeah, like Sean yeah. Connery. That's but right, Action Man right. is—he has, he has the, the A on his head, and he has the the knee pads. Oh, that's right, that's right. Remember, he's like, "Son of a my my knees are made out of plastic," <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or it's uh, not the Action Man uniform without the knee pads. Without the knee pads, <laughs> that's right. 
That guy. It's good to see the original Adventure Crew. They're fun. They're they're funny and I like how they're old and senile. Yeah, yeah. They are out of it. Kind of like it. So I guess we better jump around a little bit. But okay. The next episode, the Unicorn in Captivity. Um, Rusty actually gets a transporter to work. Oh yeah. By barely testing it, poor pirate guy. Oh jeez. Um, he just walks right through it though. He walks right through it without even knowing. And all they all they tested on was an apple. An apple. And everyone was obsessed to make sure there was no fly on the apple, remember? Yeah, no fly. Because <laughs> they didn't want, like, the fly, the movie the fly to happen. <laughs> and then, yeah, the pirate just walks on it yeah. by accident. They're like, oh, hey, it works, I guess. <laughs> it's so he didn't turn it inside out. He didn't explode. Whatever. Uh... And then, of course, this goes directly to Rusty's head. And he's like, we're going to make billions and trillions of dollars. We're going to change cities and blah, blah. Right. And so it's up to uh, OSI to kind of, you know, pull him back a little bit because there's other vested interests you know right there's i mean transportation wouldn't be an issue anymore it would be basically a, a, they have to have a pace of technology otherwise there would be it would initiate like basically um an economic downfall it'd like be entire chaos. industries would be destroyed so um to stabilize the economy it has to be regulated it's a matter of national security yeah there we go. it'd be chaos <laughs> I, I think that was like one of the the smartest thought out episodes was it's, that one. It's real life. And, and it and it's almost completely self contained. Yeah. But they they kinda yeah, pull him back and just like go to go to this meeting tonight of like the most powerful people in the world and you'll understand, you'll you'll see it our way that you'll have to pull yourself back and you don't want to release this yet. And it turns into, yeah, eyes wide shut, basically. It totally does. Yeah. yeah. They even do oh, some of the same gosh. masks and everything. And uh, let's just say Rusty has a good time. He has a blast, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you don't, yeah. Probably had a couple blasts in there. <laughs> but uh, going into the finale. Oh, yeah. Um, or I should say the couple episodes into the finale. Well, they have that. Um, let's see. What, where, where's the one where um, the members of the guild have to face their rivals they have to face their rivals because they cannot be a member of the guild and arch uh have an arch nemesis so they have to make do at least uh one last time with arch nemesis that was a cool idea it, it was I, I do like these these routines these dr uh, girlfriend had to i mean she had what was the black widow the black widow she had to uh and that was a cool character mm-hmm and how she was making fun of her moppets. <laughs> they had a flashback, you know, and uh, like she she was like in awe of this woman. Actually, there was like this level of respect for this arch. Oh yeah, I mean our arch enemy, and it was pretty cool. Yeah, so you, so I like I I'm with you, man. I liked that episode a lot. And they and they uh, kind of make do with the pearl partnership. Yep. Um, the whole mole situation. They that get that was all sorted crazy. out. Crazy, like how that went down. Mm-hmm. And then and then they it was she an OSI agent that they they get at the end and they're making the trade. There's some sort of tra- at the very end. Remember, they take her into the dungeon. They take her to the cell, and then she finds out his brain's been wiped yeah and she's crying she's like no what have you done to his mind that was brutal actually that was, it was very rick and morty <laughs> that was tough because he doesn't even remember her <laughs> that's pretty brutal man oh good I was, episode. I was, I was, the good episode i was thinking about the finale oh or the last two episodes i should say that hank. yeah oh hank oh gosh so there's a big blizzard Right. Hank needs to see Serena because she's not answering. 
her phone. Well, and this blizzard's caused by a machine. It's caused by a machine, it's yeah. caused, which is a supervillain uh, controlling it. But poor Hank goes out into this blizzard, and almost instantly he's goofing around and he takes runs into a pole. He runs into a pole. So ridiculous. Knocks is knocked out. He's bleeding, and he wakes up and there's this very shining like esque bear. Mm-hmm. That's what I would think it is. Well, it was the bear was from a couple seasons ago too. Where it's just some guy in a bear costume holding a knife, a bloody knife. With Very blood creepy. All over him. Mm-hmm. Like it's really creepy. And he actually helps Hank. Well, Hank says, help me or something. Mm-hmm. And he picks him up. And I don't know how he knows where Hank, like he takes him to the college. He takes him to the college. Yeah. And he takes him exactly to Dean's room, mm-hmm. which freaks me out. Mm-hmm. Like, how did he know where that was? And then Dean discovers with his concussion that his brother, and, or Hank, sorry, discovers that Dean and his girlfriend are together in bed, which is a brutal uh, revelation. And it's kind of funny because he's, I don't know if it's because he's just Hank or if he's because he's got a head injury, but he's not quite getting it. Yeah. Because they say, this isn't what it seems like. He goes, it isn't. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it is, but it it, it isn't what you think. (laughs) He's so confused. It's so funny. And he tries to walk out of there. And then uh, they notice the bear. Mm Mm-hmm. And like, did you know there's a scare bear? Scare bear yeah. standing behind you, and he's like, "Oh, you can see that too." Great, <laughs> and he passes out. <laughs> it's pretty good, actually. Uh, the what did you think of the villain in that one? He's kind of this rogue uh, villain that he like steals a bunch of stuff. He stole the the weather machine. He stole the time machine. I kind of liked him a lot, actually. Yeah. and and I love how Quiz Boy and uh, um. Uh, Dr. Venture are, are trying to take care of it and how he drops Quiz Boy over it and Quiz Boy has to is it pee or poo? I've never got it figured out. I think it's poo, right? It was poo. Yeah. Into the weather machine to, to stop to it. To stop it, which is hilarious. Makes no sense, but it was funny. And he's like, he's like, go watch me. <laughs> I couldn't even do it at church camp. <laughs> Let alone in front of you. <laughs> at 10,000 feet. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, my gosh. It was so funny. Um, We find out a little thing, like one of my favorite jokes of this season. We find a little thing about Brock. Oh, yeah. In that episode. Poscotti. <laughs> he couldn't say He it. can't say spaghetti. <laughs> and they make fun of him. <laughs> oh, screw you guys. Oh, I love it. I love it. But that was good. It was very good. It was very good. That was a good episode, too. Yeah. And, oh, it, yeah. and, it, and it, I love how um the monarch... Is being initiated, or is that the season finale? Oh, that is the season finale. The initiation? Yeah, where he's being initiated into the guild, right? Yeah, he basically has to do a role play as this character called Safrax. It's very, like, Mason-esque. Like, yeah, the ritual. almost medieval. Yeah, it's very ritualistic. And, and Dr. Venture has to be a part of it, so they kidnap him. Right. And Brock is going crazy. He's like, I finally get some action. Well, and did you notice they used a teleportation device mm-hmm. to get into? It? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That was genius. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, I loved it to get into his off into his uh, compound. Yeah, and it was like too easy. He was right there. So but funny. Brock is having fun killing these uh, guild agents. Yeah, um, and there is no reason for them to even be in there at that point because they already took Rusty. Yeah, but I, I love when Brock just goes berserk. He does like that, but he's also, you know, kind of for, you know, killing like 20 or so guys. He still has enough humanity. He's like, anybody else into pee break? Yeah, he stops for a pee break and they're like, what? Uh, He'll do these insane things like he's taunting them over the intercom. Right. 
uh, saying like, your life means nothing blah blah there's no way out i am the angel of death like what, whatever he said like he, he's <laughs> that like pushy with these guys but then he gets to a point where he's just like Meh. anybody else need a pee break you sniper in the corner oh you saw me you're out anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so yeah. funny it's so good so that was good brock finally got to get some action rusty is in peril yep uh the monarch is doing this weird thing He's doing a strange ritual, and I'm trying to remember what what episode was it. He was it the maybe I have him confused. I think him and Twenty One were trying to make it some island. That was the the one before. The one before. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I forgot. I'm sorry, but I remember they them. they throw the lawn darts. Yeah, where they yeah. throw the lawn darts. Yeah. That part was so funny. Yeah. And then the time machine shows up. The time machine. Someone comes out and says, "Malcolm." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and it was like Doctor Venture's grandfather. Mm-hmm. That's what's hilarious. Keep calling him Malcolm. Yeah. So funny. Love it. Oh, no. You do right back. Go back. Go back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then the lawn darts kills the villain. So yeah. funny. Oh, that was man. good. What a villain. He's dead. But that's what got him to the initiation level. Yes. Was killing that villain. Yes. He's finally here yeah, his rank 10. That's where I was going. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that weird initiation. He has to do all these weird things, and he, he passes them pretty easily. The final one was he has to kill his arch arch nemesis to officially be rank ten, right? Which of course is Doctor Venture and the oh gosh the 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 guild guys the the two lackeys yeah uh, yeah they're so funny I always forget their names but I don't too uh, watch and whatever um they find out because they have to do all this research for this presentation that uh, should I say. Go for it, yeah, yeah. Rusty and the Monarch are half brothers. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. That that's why they know Malcolm, right? That's why Jonas knew Malcolm. Knew Malcolm, yeah, because uh, Jonas was uh, his father, and obviously he was named after somebody. Wait, was Jonas's father, or was it his mother? Well, they had the same mother. Well, remember, um, I think I put I put it together when they had that flashback episode with um, the blue uh, blue Morpho. Morpho. Mm-hmm. Remember, he was like, for some reason, he wasn't really into making love to his wife for whatever reason. Yeah, and, there was and, like hookers and stuff. And um, yeah, but uh, Jonas Venture would get with her, and that's that. That was his mom, and that's why, yeah, Jonas Venture is his dad. That that was what yeah, I yeah, gathered, yeah. Which I thought was hilarious. That was messed up. It, it was messed up, but it was hilarious. But the monarch decides not to kill Doctor Venture because he realizes he doesn't yeah. even know. Well, well he, he doesn't, doesn't know, know, but he, he, know oh, he doesn't know. But he realizes like it's a stupid idea. I, feel like he knows. I want to hench. I want to be the villain to this guy. And henchman twenty uh, twenty one also says like, screw it. This is also stupid. I don't want to be my own villain. He gets an option to be a level four villain because it was a test. Because it was a test, and so they both renounce that and they pass the test. So great. It's genius. It is genius. I thought I I feel like he kind of knows, and that's why he has this obsession. But he he just doesn't. It's like subconscious. Like he doesn't know for sure. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like. So once again, bringing back to what they've done this whole series is who are the Venture Brothers? Right. Season one, you're like, oh, Hank and Dean. Season two, you're like, oh, well, uh, Doctor Venture and Little JJ. And now they're rolling into season eight, which hopefully is sooner than two years from now. Uh, Rusty and Malcolm are the Venture Brothers. 
Right. It's pretty I cool. mean, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But the, the writing, yeah, spot on. They always uh, have the callbacks, the cohesiveness between seasons. They remember all this stuff. I'm so, like, I, I think it's still, like, one of the best written shows. It's definitely. And it has been this whole time. Yeah. It, it It's always had my heart. I mean, since, dude, I watched it when it first aired. Yeah. I 14 mean, years, man. And it was just that little episode, that mini-sode. And then it was the the actual season. Yeah. But, oh, man, it was great. Yeah. It was like a Christmas Eve thing, right? Or New Year's Eve? I can't remember. Well, it was like they, in 2004, right? 2004 was the first season. They had a pilot. Um, Is that what it was? A year before that. That the one got that, them the first order. The one that it looked like it was made with like... Like Flash. Like Flash, yeah. Yeah. It was still good, though. That oh, was... Yeah, okay, so. I remember. It. it was the one at the UN. That's what it was. With the alligator. He kills the alligator. And Have you seen that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's the pilot. It was super good. But yeah. Um, hopefully, we didn't... Uh, well, we spoiled everything for I you guys. I wanted to. I was trying to spoil it. But <laughs> if you haven't given this show a shot, don't go off of what we told you. It's worth starting from season one, going on up, and getting invested into these characters. It's not like any other show where, you know, there's a lot of standalone episodes. There's not a lot of throwing back to how things were. Um, Like on a, let's say on a sitcom, you always have, you know, these characters and they always have these character traits. Right. And they're always stuck in the same situations, maybe differing a little bit, but they always revert back to their old selves. Well, and I like that they revisit old characters. Like, we haven't seen Treyana in forever. We haven't seen, um, I don't know, can't think of anybody else right now, but oh, they yeah. keep coming. They, they'll show up here and there. Yeah. Like uh, Molotov Cotis. I mean, she'll mm-hmm. just randomly show up. And I like that. I like that they're not in every episode. Um, it's, it's, it's fine. But the characters grow. Right, they do grow. They change. But, I it, but it's that. but it's still fun to watch because of it. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes when you have a character change too much in the in another show, they switch him back. Oh, we forgot. What? Remember when uh, Hank was passed out mm-hmm. or in a coma or whatever, and he went to Barbarella Land, <laughs> where uh, Action Man, Action Man, and yeah. uh, oh gosh, I can't remember the other guy, but he, they were yeah, funny. Man. It was so funny, and he kept changing kept kind of subconsciously changing into hoth yeah yeah it was so cool yeah he was dressed up as lando and he kept thinking it was hoth yeah but like they had the shared coma basically yeah i love that that was such a cool idea yeah they they thought they were dead have you ever seen barbarella yeah yeah it's so weird it is very weird i mean it it's like it's one you have to you you can start it and easily finish it Mm because it's so short but it is bizarre it is the most yeah. bizarre space movie I've ever seen, I think. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I would say it is, yeah. But yeah, I, I forgot about that. Just I don't know why I just remembered it. I liked it. But yeah. All right. So I can't wait till next season. Yeah. Give it a and couple years. 12 years? No. Probably two. But it'll be worth it. It'll be well, worth it. Well, I mean, it. They, they like do all the design work. They, I don't know if they animate it themselves, but they, they do a Storyboard, lot of it. Storyboard, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is the only season <clears throat> where they've had somebody else direct, but they do all the writing, they do, I mean, producing, editing, everything. So it takes them a while. They do it the way that they want to, and I'm fine with waiting. Yeah, I'm It's too. always worth it. I agree. It's fun because it keep you forget about it, and then you just see a commercial that's coming out, and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Now I gotta watch them all because I don't know what happened. I can't remember. 
I, I actually didn't rewatch any of them. Really? I, I yeah. had to watch at least the last season just because. I, f- I forgot a couple little things, but it was, they don't go too, I wouldn't say too far back because they went back to season one, but they don't go <clears throat> like for the minimal details. Right. It's all these like story arcs that just continue. Right. So <clears throat> I, I was okay with that. I didn't have to go back and rewatch any of that stuff. I want to. That's definitely now, especially. Yeah. After the season's over, like you're like, oh man, that reminds me of this and this and this. So it kind of gives you that. It kind of what's your uh, palette for it again. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's such that I forget how whippy and uh, clever the jokes are. They're kind of almost so fast. It kind of reminds me of when um, Arrested Development was good. Mm-hmm. It's it's like you you would watch those seasons over and over, and you would catch new jokes. Yes. And definitely it, happens it, with this show and that's what happens with adventure brothers it's so subtle sometimes you so many things like especially with the monarch says um he he makes a lot of fun jokes even dr venture um yeah. himself he'll he'll say something whippy it might be you know subtle so subtle that you don't catch that he refers to something with a like a little like almost like a like a kid term <laughs> Like he used to call his uh, razor his pinky, yeah. <laughs> you know something yep. small, and you're like, "What? Oh my gosh!" I mean, I love I love that about the show, and all the characters are really well thought out, and they all have these ultra big egos or ultra big um, character traits or flaws. That everybody has something that's out of control. Out Definitely of flaws. Yeah, yeah. They love yeah. showing off flaws, right? And I don't mind that. I like it. Very cool. Yeah. Cool. So, you ready to talk about Halloween? Yeah. I'm excited, man. Halloween's awesome. Dude, I love Halloween. So, it's kind of the weird holiday of the year. And, yeah, people have fun with it. But there's Halloween movies. There's horror franchises that show up around Halloween. There's the weird Halloween specials. Yeah. They have for, they, a lot of TV shows don't do it anymore. But CW so always does. I, mean, I don't watch I mean, any I mean CW, real shows. Yeah, I got real you. shows. I got you. Like Garfield like and Friends. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. They don't do that, huh? <laughs> yeah, not for cartoons at least. That's it's so rare. true. Like you don't see. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm certain Cartoon Network probably does. They probably have like some sort of Halloween special coming up that I just don't know about. Maybe, but you don't see it on like ABC or anything. Maybe they don't make a big deal out of it. Anymore. Yeah, there's no like, there's no like Muppets halloween special muppets you know i'm just throwing it out there but you know they have like christmas carol but they don't have like the muppets sleepy hollow whoa that, would that be might awesome. actually be good that would be awesome <laughs> i actually watched that but um do you remember the um i don't there was only a handful of years i think they showed this on tv do you remember the grinch special that they made for halloween a grinch special they made for halloween no Hall- i think they call it halloween is the grinch's night I have never seen that. Really? That's crazy. It's basically like Whoville, they they get in the Halloween spirit, but it shows this little boy um, that gets caught by the Grinch and all these ghouls and ghosts and stuff like that. That sounds and awesome. it's basically like, this poor kid's like on an acid trip. Oh, no. What year was <laughs> this? this? It was like oh, a long time long after time the okay. uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And they special. never aired this. They oh. never air it, and you can find it on YouTube pretty easily. But it's yeah, it's just all trippy, and it's like this poor kid going through all these horrors. Oh my gosh! And the Grinch is just like, ah, ha, ha. 
you can't get away. Nothing makes sense now. That's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I remember as a kid the Great Pumpkin mm-hmm. from like that's Peanuts. that's the most common. That's one. probably like the most commonly played, and I'm, I'm maybe they do play it, and I just don't know it. I'm not aware. Um, who knows? But... The the Great Pumpkin. I mean, it's a classic, but it's yeah, it's not that great. It's he's the not great that great pumpkin. Well, the is that even what it's called? It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie yeah. Brown. Yeah, the the Christmas special of Charlie Brown, and the well, pretty much all the specials, like they're all pretty short. They are, yeah, they're like twenty minutes. If yeah, so I wouldn't say it's forgettable, but it, it's it's a classic to a degree. Right. Like, I, I like the idea of, you know, waiting for the Great Pumpkin and then everybody else is having all this fun. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's not one that I feel like I want to rewatch every year. Right. Like, I, uh, yeah, it's definitely not a classic. I mean, my kids used to like the Curious George one. Which, he has one? Yeah. And it's, it, it's, it's okay, you know, but it's not one I could watch every year. And in fact, they don't, they don't care about it now that they're older. Yeah. So it's not like a classic to them. But they do like all the peanuts. They can watch all the peanuts. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, of course, the ones that you and I used to love watching every year mm-hmm. was Simpsons. Yes, because they always did Treehouse of Horrors. Treehouse of Horrors, which was awesome. It was a great. Se- I mean, they, they, for a long time, for a long those time. Were good. Yeah, yeah. They weren't really scary. No, no. But they, they were just always good funny. stories. Yeah, yeah. They would play on parodies on movies, uh, old ghost tales that you heard as a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was they. They always were, were funny. But then gruesome, you know? Yeah. It's just like standalone stories that they can get away with, like, killing people off and stuff like that. The The newer ones, like, I don't even remember a lot of the newer ones. Me I, either. I stopped. Honestly, it, as much of, of a Simpsons fan I am, I stopped watching a well, couple you, years ago. You know why? It seemed like they went political. Like, it, it was more political than it was fun, oh, yeah. I feel like. I, I just feel like they... They keep going over the same stuff over and over. So it's like, cool, this is a reference back to this episode that was done so much better. Oh, that's not good. Some of the classics, the first one was, uh, oh my gosh, they did the Edgar Allan Poe. That was good. Yeah. That was a good one. That was, I don't remember if it was the same year or if it was the year after, the zombie one. I don't remember. Um, I do remember the zombie one being funny. Oh no, that that was a couple years later. But that was the first time I ever heard of the idea of zombies. Oh, oh cool. But see now it's kind of, I wouldn't say it ruined it for me, but I I see zombies as kind of a joke because they, they poke so many flaws into the zombie movies. Right. Right. Like the the dead rise up and you know they come out of out of the dirt out of the ground and Willie goes oh zombies that's right. and he just goes that's right. on to his business they had a pretty as picture <laughs> and it's like well you can you know let the zombies die out you can outrun the zombies yeah people become zombies but I mean if it's Ned Flanders. Homer doesn't care. Right. He, that's right. Homer, I'm feeling a bit peckish. Mind uh, if I chew your ear? That was funny. Fucking kill the zombie Flanders. He's a zombie. It's one of the most like known lines of Simpsons. Right. Right. They were good, though. It was good. It was good. The fly one with Bart. Oh, that one was great. Yeah. And the fly. And the fly is taking over his life. Basically, this Bart body with a fly head. Oh, like, man. That, kind of that one was, was so good. good. Yeah, it was. The the advertisements come to life and start that like one, eating people and destroying the, the town. Boy, that was the so good. Yeah, there were some really good ones. 
one of the i love the king kong one the king kong one was great um, oh, women and semen don't mix remember that line uh, women and semen don't mix we know what you <laughs> think smithers <laughs> Sorry, sir, but women and semen don't mix. <laughs> oh man! One of my favorite lines of that one, and it's all black and white. I love. Yeah, that. yeah. Like the old King Kong, um, is when Mr. Burns tries to throw a smoke grenade, and he starts hallucinating from it instead and dancing around. <laughs> oh, yeah. See how you like this? Ooh, uh, I was strolling through the gas one day. <laughs> yes. Uh, and they take Homer, the, the Homer Kong. Right. Uh, or no, King Homer, they call King him. King Homer, yep. Uh, of course, they take him to New York, this big metropolis, and he causes a muck and starts eating people. But he starts getting like super fat from eating people and all <laughs> he this He can't stuff. even climb out. Yeah. But Marge still loves him, of course. Yeah, and he passes out and falls. <laughs> yeah. There, there's so many, because they do uh, three shorts per episode per year. So there's like a lot. They've they've done so many. There's so many good ones. There was the the election '96 one where the aliens. Uh, it's like Bob Dole and uh, President Clinton holding hands. Holding hands. They 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 duplicate them and to look We're like them. And, proteins. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's so many good ones. There's yeah. Those those, those those are the ones I rewatch a couple at least a couple every year. I do enjoy them. Yeah. So we have those, and then we have like movies, like like horror franchises, mm-hmm. like um, Halloween, of course, obvious. So, do we want to talk about Halloween? Ah, uh, we don't have to go into depth. We can just name them. Well, because well, the the franchise Halloween. Yeah, oh, the franchise. Yes. So we were talking about this before we started recording. The first Halloween movie, and kind of all of them since then, not that memorable. Right. I honestly don't remember if I've even seen the first one, but I feel like I have. And it's just, there's nothing that interesting about it. It's Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah, people show their boobs. And uh, a slasher. Right. Guy in a mask with a knife, and that's pretty much it. There's not much to the Halloween movies. I, mean, I, I don't think there's anything really of interest that, uh, like, Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street hasn't done. Right. I think uh, Friday the 13th is a little bit, um, you know, a little bit more, there's a little bit more action because he he's a little faster you know what i mean well he's a big guy yeah yeah where halloween he just kind of walks towards you but he doesn't stop you know nothing stops him but yeah he's never running which what do you think of the new one coming out i haven't which is old lady jimmy lee curtis i haven't really seen enough previews to make a judgment but it feels kind of like the others you know what i mean yeah from what i've seen he's come back to kill jimmy lee curtis somehow he's alive still I don't understand that. And um, she's... He, he breaks out of the mental institute again. Yeah. And and she uh, has like a whole security system that she's made specifically for him. Well, I think it's basically Home Alone. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the first thing I thought of when I saw the trailer. But I also thought like, okay, uh... this is also could be a misleading trailer where it's just going to lead into another series of Halloween movies. You know... If you think that, you know, make all these precautions, but he's probably going to kill Jamie Lee Curtis finally, and then somebody else is going to have to try and kill him. Like, it, it just, it goes on now, and on. If they had a time machine, mm-hmm. and they went back in time, and after Home Alone 2, Home Alone 3 was Halloween, and uh, Kevin, that would have been amazing. That could have been, been cool. it, not only would it have been funny, it would it could have been scary, too. It could have gotten scarier and scarier the older he gets. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, they won't do that. They won't do that now. No, not anymore. That would have been a good crossover. I can see them rebooting Home Alone, but (laughs) turning into a horror movie, probably not. They've already done three and four, and four has, uh, what's his name, French Stewart in it. Mm -hmm. And I like French Stewart. He's funny. This movie was terrible. I could have told you that, and I haven't seen it. Well, I know. Number three wasn't really that bad. Really? It really wasn't. My kids have watched it several times. I can sit and watch it and be like entertained by it. And it has Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, I saw Really that. young one. Yeah. She's got a great line in there. I'll let you guys watch that. Ah. Um, but the other uh, horror franchises like Friday the 13th and um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. The first Nightmare on Elm Street, I think, is legitimately scary. It is. It's really good. The, re- the rest are kind of fun. They're just yeah, fun. Yeah, the madman like, uh, kills you in your dreams and you die in real life. And then they just kind of do the same thing. The yeah. franchise kind of slows it down and tries to expand on that and it ends up being kind of a joke well i would say the same thing for scream because scream the yes. first one was so good dude it was so different that mean that that one was great and how it encompasses all those rules from the other movies mm-hmm. there was it was some genius there yeah but the ones thereafter were just more fun than yeah than, than good you can't really do that movie over and over and then it turned into a parody <laughs> yeah. of itself like all the other horror franchises so who cares right um friday the 13th i think that it was actually the first couple movies like maybe the first four or five like it's like oh they're actually trying to do this with the story they're actually trying to uh tell you because the first one it's not even jason right it's It's, not it's jason's mom jason's mom spoiler alert oops sorry oh well but then it turns into jason with the bag right and then the third one, I think, is the first one with the hockey mask. And you, like, well, as the audience, you know about Jason, but it's always different, almost always different kids right? that he tries to kill. But you know the rules of, like, it's the haunted summer camp. This happened to Jason. He drowned. His mom went crazy and tried to resurrect him. Blah, blah, blah. Like, they, they try to do a lot of different things with him. So I, yeah. I, I give that it one has a, a pass has... for a couple of like, movies, at least. I mean, it has it has a pretty decent storyline, actually. Yeah, until it starts going into oh, he's brought back again. Oh, he's in space now. That kind of stuff. Yeah, so uh, that that was a dream that we had in the eighties, and it got, it came out too late. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's all. But other aside from that, like some of my favorite like Halloween movies that I enjoy watching is like Beetlejuice. Ghostbusters. Those who right there are classics. I will rewatch those any time of year. Right. And I, I like Nightmare Before Christmas, even Donnie, mm-hmm. da- Donnie Darko. Mm-hmm. Army of Darkness is fun. Uh, Lost Boys, if I'm in the right mood. Sleepy Hollow, if I'm in the right mood. Mm-hmm. And American Werewolf in Paris for me is just fun. Yeah. It's just a funny movie. Um, and then if I'm really feeling nostalgic, I'll watch like Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. But there you go. It's in black and white, so. Some of <laughs> some of the earlier Tim Burton movies, I would definitely say, give you the Halloween vibe because he has a very gothic vibe to right. a lot of his works. Um, I would also add on um, Ed Wood. Oh, Ed Wood, yeah. And because it has that same aesthetic to it, but it, it also kind of fits because Ed Wood, the original, the real guy, the director, uh, he was very entranced in like vampire movies, he and was. outer space movies, and stuff like that. But he just never could get it right. Um, but that and Mars Attacks. Oh, I love Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks. It's such a great flick. There's Such so many a campy, actors. 
it is alien candy. invasion movie but it's fun i enjoy it it is so fun yeah those are good picks man yeah yeah those, those are fun to have around halloween um they don't have to be horror movies there's other movies out there that are fun you know well and see that's the thing i don't i don't really care much for horror movies i'm right. not a horror movie guy so i go to the horror comedies instead or mm-hmm. the one with the aesthetic of uh gothic or you know stuff like that right um the only one i can say that i've really seen recently i've been i've finally been watching the saw movies oh yeah you like them for the most part they're actually all right see i thought the first one was really good first one was really good because it it's so, so different but see they also do the same thing um the friday the 13th try to do yeah you know your protagonist but they keep adding to his story yeah and i gosh i started five that's the one i'm on now oh and it's like you delve into who this guy is right. the jigsaw killer and it's really good the the direct the acting is not always that good right for the victims the directing is not always that good like there was a couple moments where i was like gosh if they just gave me the camera and i could have done this five minutes i could have improved this 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 i could have made this simpler for the story like that kind of stuff is frustrating but they have at least so far what i've seen is they have an end game and the whole thing that they used to call it and this was, yeah, like 15 years ago. I know I'm playing catch-up. They called it torture porn. Yes. To a degree, I can understand that. But it's not just like... There's a little more to it. There's there's more to it. And the way that I see it is torture porn would be almost like almost a minuscule off of a snuff film. Right. And people that watch it, they just want to watch it because they want to see gore. Right. But this, there's like a decent story to it. There's a good story. You're getting a feel for the characters and why they're stuck in these predicaments now. So it's not just like, oh, here's blood. Here's people's heads exploding. Right. It's oh, not, there's no. people cutting off their leg. Like, it's not just like shock and awe, shock and awe, shock and awe. There's a real story to it and characters to it. Absolutely. I would agree. And I, and, and I kind of feel that same way with American Horror Story. There you as go. As far as the series, you mm-hmm. know, because it people think that it is just like some of the acting is bad and some of it is but there's there's still some there's still story there yeah it's not all gore i mean some of the seasons are bad depends which season you know yeah and there's some seasons that drag and there's some seasons that are good so you know you just kind of have to like if you're a person that can't sit through all that you kind of have to just search what what you want and then the new evil dead tv series or netflix ash series. versus evil dead no it's not netflix or is it not oh it's not it okay. was a uh, showtime showtime yeah those but, are yeah same thing some people aren't going to be able to handle that or something like that but it's good around this time of year it's, it's <laughs> horror comedy again, yeah like uh you know well the evil dead movies and army of darkness but um going back to american horror story i've only ever seen like the first couple episodes of the first season oh so i'm i'm not speaking from experience but yeah i i've heard it gets better i hope it gets better yeah but i'm glad that i i do have to give them credit because it's obvious that they do a different story each season right i like that and that keeps it fresh even if it's some of the same actors i think evan peters who's um quicksilver in the fox movies right um he's in a couple seasons um this current season i'm actually pretty interested because there's kathy bates oh cool which man her in misery speaking of oh gosh horror or Uh, thriller speaking of torture porn there you go dude but once again yeah it's not 
It's not that bad. Yeah, it well for back then it was. Well, no, I, I still think it was it was really tough to watch that one part of misery. The leg scene. <laughs> but the whole thing of like this crazy fanatic has you in the middle of the woods. Oh yeah, and, you can't and you're get injured because you're injured. Yeah, that's like, pretty that rough. That so American rough. Horror Story, I I'm, I swear I'm gonna see it one of these days, and then we'll have like an actual discussion on it. But sure, I I, I give it a pass just because. Okay, you can't judge a entire show based off of a couple no, of episodes no. and a couple bad actors. Right. So I, I'm I'm intrigued by it, but I'm it's one of those I'm like I I can wait a little bit. <laughs> I can wait a little bit. See if I get interested in it. Maybe next Halloween we'll cover it. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but, um, I mean, for this time of year, you can also throw in Stranger Things, which uh, they decided right. to push back. Yeah, that's but, okay. Um, it, uh, Stranger Things is more, I mean, it's it's barely horror at this well, point. I do like it for Halloween because it's kind of like, it kind of reminds me of how I, I used to love X-Files during Halloween. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was a kid. Yeah. So it, it was it was cool around that time of year, you know. It's not directly connected to Halloween per no, se, but, but it, it has does kind of get in that creepy mood. feeling, you know, yeah. and it's always you never know what's gonna happen and and Stranger Things, I mean, they have I mean, they have their own little world and it's creepy and it's fun and uh last year it was I think it was last season, it was kinda of based on Halloween. It's like starts around there. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was cool. I think it would be cool if they stick to that tradition starting around Halloween. Well, supposedly the new season is going to be in like January or February now. Oh. So they they pushed it back Bummer. or something like that. Okay. They're, they're going to take a little extended leave. But yeah, it's still not one of the first things I think of when I think of like Halloween shows or movies. No. But that's okay. No, that's it's okay. totally fine. Ash versus Evil Dead. Totally. Totally. And they just finished, or they they finished last year, but the third season was last. I think I brought this up a couple episodes ago, but a really good show overall, and I was not a big fan of the original Evil Dead. Oh, yeah. I'm not yeah. either, actually. But it's fun. It is fun. But my Bruce Campbell's fan. great. He is great. He is great. He's a fun protagonist, and other than like one little thing at the very, very end that they threw in, at the end of this uh, last season, like it was a good character arc for him, mm-hmm. and he was still fun to watch throughout all three seasons. And even the new characters, you start to really like after a while. Like I, I didn't believe that. I was, I was like, <laughs> oh, they're 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 fodder. They're gonna die, yeah. and Ash is gonna be the only one. Eh. But no, you actually start to like them. That's good, man. That's good when you can latch on to a character says something about the writing if you don't care about the yeah. character that's not good it's yeah. not good at all <laughs> and lucy lawless is in uh as a major character and she is awesome i like her actually i yeah. liked her in spartacus I th- she was great she's good she's one of the underrated i say absolutely yeah well, cool so i guess uh what are we gonna do next episode i don't know but better i do call ha- saul better call saul uh josh if you're listening hopefully he'll uh skype in or something yeah or be here we need your input because this season was pretty good and especially the ending it was amazing we're gonna give people time so we won't spoil anything but man it was so good um i did actually yesterday see stars born oh did you really good that's oh nice josh is gonna go see it too oh really yep but yeah i i do highly recommend it bradley cooper uh turns out he's a really good director wow that's good to hear 
And this is a remake of a movie. I mean, it looked good. Yeah. And, and I, I'm glad to hear this. It, I, I think it came out of nowhere. I saw a couple trailers and I was like, oh, yeah, that's coming out. Oh, awesome. And then it's like, oh, it's good. Well, and With I Lady to, Gaga acting. I had yeah. to say something. My brother saw Venom. Oh. He didn't think it was as bad as, uh, you know, the critics were saying. Mm-hmm. And then Josh texted me, said that he knew somebody that went and saw it, said the same thing. I still don't want to see it in theaters. Yeah, me I don't want to waste my money on that because it's obvious I'm going to have gripes with it. It might not be I, bad. It might not be terrible. I am but such I'm like, a, eh. a fan of Venom, like childhood fan, Venom. that I am scared to death to go see it because I'm yeah. afraid I will hate him. Yeah, so we won't do an episode on that. We've We've brought up Venom enough. We won't do an episode on Venom, obviously. I have to protect my heart. I, I'm gonna wait to rent it or <laughs> something. Kidding. I don't even know if I'll do that. I, 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 I don't want to. I'm gonna wait for people it. I trust to see it and tell me for sure. Yeah. I trust my brother, but I need like three people that I trust. Yeah. In order to, to say it's not bad. Isn't that funny? And then and that's the bar it is. I know. It's How not awful is that? So, Anyways, I All right. yeah, not that, not that. I want to do. Bad Times at El Royale. Oh, the yeah, new, yeah, yeah. Uh, Drew Goddard movie just came out. Or First Man that also just came out. First Man. I, I hope it's good. I hope it's not disappointing. Yeah. I would love to see that. So we have a couple movies to look forward to. Um, happy Halloween. Yeah. Mm. <laughs>